This is JFM Podcast. Issues born in right in front of us. Of course, talking about the front burners matters. Let's begin with the NLC matter. The Nigerian Labour Congress has suspended their protest, which was slated for two days, 27th and 28th of this month. This came up earlier today after the Labour Union went on to organize a first protest all over the nation, stating that the uh, protest was against the economic hardship being faced by lots of Nigerians. In the, uh, I think, in listening to the NLC president, that's Joe Ajero. He mentioned the fact that workers can no longer afford their basic needs, and that is one of the major reasons why they were on the streets. Well, talking to that, responding to the NLC, the Minister of Labour of uh, Minister of Labour and Employment uh, for State, uh, Minister of State for Labour and Employment, I want to put it that way, uh, Mrs. Inkiruka actually came out to say that FG has actually implemented 90% of uh, the agreements signed by labor but the question is what about the economic hardship where are we heading to what is the way forward for this very one well away from that yesterday also the 16 lawmakers of the people's democratic party on the plateau uh you know yesterday uh their case in front of the court was actually uh you know called or dismissed. were dismissed or nullified by the court stating that uh you know that matter was actually a waste of time to them and they were charged or the lawyer garuba pool san was charged with the sum of eight million era for each of the uh members that's 16 members now when you calculate that very much i think is about 128 million naira to be paid to the court of appeal you know for that very one. well these are some of the matters we have now front burners but let's get to the topic of today which is about the just metropolis the plan for the just master i mean talking about the just master plan how far have we gone about it how are we not getting into action for the past few years what have been the things that have not been in place these are some of the things we've been looking at this beautiful morning I am Richard Badung. I would be in the studio as usual. I am Naomi Karim. Good morning and welcome to this segment of The Morning J on J101.9 FM. This is Let's Talk. And like Richard rightly said, TNLC have now post, uh, uh, suspended the two days protest, which is now, uh, or should I say, has only happened for one day and have now given the federal government another two weeks ultimatum, which is to expire on the 13th of uh, March. And also we see that... Uh, the PDP lawmakers, uh, their lawyer, have has been ordered by the courts to pay a sum of 128 million naira to the courts for review attempt. And right now, to the Just Metropolitan Development Board (JMDB), like a lot of persons on the plateau know it as, um, what's the progress so far? How bad was it um, before this um, government came into power and before the new general manager was appointed? This morning, joining us in the studio, we have the general manager of the Just Metropolitan Board, Development Board, Architect Hacks Bankers in the studio with us. Good morning and thank you for joining us. 
Good morning, Naomi. Good morning, Badu. And morning. good morning, our listeners. Good morning. All right. Straight to the topic of discussion, uh, my first question to you would be, how far so far? Very, very far. <laughs> I'm sure um, w- with the new developments that you have in mind, especially you always speaking about the Great Just Master Plan, um, people would want to know what exactly should they be expecting from the JMDB? How good are we looking to see our city? How beautiful are we looking to see our city become? Well, thank you very much for that question. And like you said, how far so far? I believe um, all eyes can see to the extent at which we are working right now. I promised Plateau people one thing when we came on board. I said, if not for anything, I'm going to promise them that Plateau is going to be beautiful. And it's not an individual job. It's a collective job. And that is why it might seem slow, but a lot is ongoing at the background because we're having a lot of stakeholders engagement. We are having a lot of consultations and we're meeting different groups and different organizations to be able to see that we're on the same page. And like I always say, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. As dim as it may look and as Herculean as it may seem, I think we're about to conquer because we've done a whole lot. The aspect left for people to see is implementation and impact. And by the special grace of God, very soon they are going to see all that. All right. Uh, Upon your resumption, you... Um, made a statement where you re-emphasized on um, structures. For example, you said um, warehouses operating within town without provision for parking spaces will be sealed, illegal structures, um, and you also continue consultations and, dis- and discussions towards bringing sanity to our state. Um, how how would you say that um, the building of illegal structures, especially those who are outside the building plan of Just City, how have they negatively affected the state, especially because, like you said, all eyes can see. We have seen uh, a lot of trucks parking where where they should definitely not be parked. So you can also say that those are illegal. So um, what actions have you taken so far in either bringing down those structures or sealing those buildings or the ones that are just about to be built and also um, for the illegal parking of those trucks? Thank you very much. That's a very sensitive area, and I really appreciate it. Because from day one, when we took upon this job, we knew that we we're going to be the most cost and most insulted. It's de- very difficult to enforce in a state whereby a lot has been abandoned for a very long time, and then people see illegality as a norm. And then you trying to bring legality into the system looks as if you are the most wicked human being that can ever exist. Without missing words, I will say it as I always say it. There's no compromise to it. We're brought to do one job, and that job is to implement the Greater Just Master Plan. And I can assure you that anybody who is building an illegal structure or building where he's not supposed to be or doing whatever he feels he can do is doing that at his own peril. Like I said, there are things that are going to be rolled out very soon. A lot of stakeholders' engagement are going to be ta- have taken place, and we're going to start taking actions. And when we start taking actions, I'm sure it's going to address most of those issues. I've seen people call me and say, Hart, you had promised us that there are going to be no trucks in Dadinkoa. Don't worry, I can assure you, those trucks, I see them, I see money. (laughs) I see money because, sincerely speaking, by the time we start enforcement, I will guarantee you with what they are going to be charged and what they are going to be doing, you will not find a single truck on the road. And for those operating within the city center, the warehouses and all that, we're going to restrict the operation hours for trucks within the metropolis. And in doing so, we are sure we're going to curtail a whole lot. Right now, we're on the verge of concluding arrangements for trailer parks. 
outside the city within Babali, around Babali, Mr. Ali, and then Mariban Jama, and then Hawen Kibo. And once we are done, we finalize that, then we can go into enforcement. All right. Uh, saddled with the responsibility you know, of controlling, regulating, and monitoring the implementation of the Greater Just Master Plan, you know, at the same time guaranteeing approval to all physical developments with the Greater Just Urban, uh, uh, urban Environments. Sometimes in August, you sealed a building in Tamidus. Uh, you know, I think a building worth over 180 shops, if I'm not uh, mistaken here, yeah? uh, or close to 180 shops. And up to date, we've not gotten any report about that very building because you actually sealed, you said in your statement that the, that building was sealed because of substandard materials. Now, there are many people who go down to build these days because of the cost of cement, because of the cost of block. They try to find the other, other means in getting their buildings being done. And at the end of the day, we see GMDB coming out to X the building. We see a red paint coming up with GMDB X. And it stays there for like years. No action, nothing, nothing being done. At this point, this is the city of Joss. And of course, it has a master plan. How, effect how effective has the master plan been over the years? Probably before you assumed office. And what have you done to shift the city to that greater master plan it had before now? Okay, if I got you correctly, you have like three wonderful questions that I'm supposed to break down. But <laughs> let me start with the last. Yes. Yes, like I said, it's not yet bad a situation because the Greater Jos Master Plan consists of 10 sectors. The entire Jos Bukuru that you see is just two sectors. So which means that the entire bad development we have around that we look at it as a displaced town is just two sectors of it, uh, 10 sectors we're supposed to develop. So there's hope we're going to fix that one. And unfortunately for us, it wasn't followed through ever since its implementation. And that's why we're trying to extend it because the Greater Just Master Plan is going to expire by 2025. But we're on the verge of revalidating and then extending it so that it can now be a valid document that can continuously use. And you need to also know that the Greater Just Master Plan started with J.D. Gomok before Jang rekindled it. And right now, <coughs> by the special grace of God, Barista Caleb Mutfang is going to extend it so that we put it into full implementation. About the building in Terminus, it wasn't in August. Okay. It was just last month that we sealed okay, it. Okay, last month, sorry. Yes, I think early this it month. was just last month that we sealed yeah. it. And we, we had given notices to stop work. We had given reasons why the work should stop. And the major reason why we were complaining was we were not satisfied with, satisfied with the people that were handling the job and the quality of job being done. And then there was no parking space for the number of shops being provided in the heart of town. And we kept saying that it didn't, it didn't uh, go well with them and they insisted and they kept working until a part of the building collapsed. Now, you talked about people building, feeling that their buildings were exed and then they continue building... If you have money to buy cement, you have money to buy sand, and you have money to buy block, and you feel getting an approval is too difficult a tax, then I don't have any reason not to waste it. I don't have any reason not to waste it. It doesn't take anything. The reason why we are asking you to come for approvals for your plans is there are amendments that can be done. There are alterations that can be done on the plan, and there are reasons why we might prefer to you why that development might or might not function effectively in that place. And if there are improvements in what you are submitting, we can be able to tell you, okay, make these improvements and do this. But you come to me, and then after I go and catch you building without approval and telling me you want me to, by fire, by force, approve it because you want to do what you want to do. We're working with a plan, and we have a target of what to achieve. You can imagine in this age and era, 
people will be coming with some funny drawings and then you sit down there as an architect, you're expected to just approve it because the person has started. And let me assure you, my ex is not like the ex you used to see in GMDB. <laughs> I can assure you that. Because once you see we mark X, two things are involved. There are condonable and non-condonable buildings. If it's condonable, what it means is we can accept it for where it is. It meets with the uh, arrangements of the plan. We can allow you, and then you pay the penalties, and then you continue. But there are those that are non-condonable. That one, if you like, go to Jupiter. There's nothing that is going to change our mind. And I think I should put it to note. By law, I am mandated to give you a 21 days notice. That's why you see as if we just mark X, and then nothing happens. I'm mandated to give you a 21 days notice. After 21 days notice of stop work, I am supposed to give you a seven days notice for demolition. Now, what people don't understand and they think we are sleeping is simple. If I give you a seven days demolition notice and it expires, it's not that I've forgotten you. My demolition notice is valid for seven years. So at any point where we decide to take action and go out for demolitions, we, we, are, we are gathering. So let people mm. not assume that we've forgotten. We are gathering because the cost of running machines is quite expensive. <laughs> I can't start a machine to just go and drop one building, no. But by the time I start my machines, the actions are going to be rapid. And we are not saying it to threaten people, but we are actually saying it to make people understand that there's need to do the right thing, and then the right thing must be followed. Okay, uh, let's still talk about, uh, you know, authorization. A lot of people don't, know, they don't really know the process of getting authorization <laughs> because... I know people who actually just buy land, you know, and start building, and they will tell you it's my personal house. I don't need any authorization from anybody to build whatever I want to build. <laughs> and at some point, they don't because because it's a joss, and of course it has a master plan, the capital of the state, or it, so it's a city. Uh, they actually forget the fact there are certain buildings that don't actually go in line with certain areas. For example, now you see businesses or let's say factories in residential areas, which I know personally might, might actually be wrong because of what the chemicals or the machines might actually, the effects it might have negatively on the people staying in that very environment. Uh, we've actually seen this on the plateau. For those people who don't really know authorization process first, what are we going, what process or what are the steps they need to take before getting uh, authorization to that, uh, to actually start their building? And secondly, is there a plan from the JMDB themselves to actually give to anybody who's taking authorization on what to build and how to go about it. Yeah, and also to add to that question, how easy or accessible are these processes and procedures to get approval and authorization? Yeah, thank you very much. I'll start with the first one he started with. Yeah, I understand that a lot of people, after getting their titles from Lance and Soviet, they assume that they've gotten all they need and they don't need any other thing. But that's completely wrong. The title you're getting is just for your land. Even before you put up a fence on your land, you need to get an approval from JMDB. And mind you, it's not just in just in the city center. In all the urban centers in the 17 local governments, you need to get an approval before you commence any development. Mm -hmm. And you see, the mistake people make is, just like you said, it's over the past. We're trying to correct that with Lands and Soviet because Lands and Soviet, the moment you take sales agreements in the past, you take sales agreement, you bring all your documentations, you apply for ROFO, devoid of the planning and zoning laws, they just give you approval based on what you are looking for. That's why you find situations whereby somebody will come in a residential area and tell you he has a CFO that has mandated him to build a factory. We have sealed one like that in Locos. And right now we're working in partnership with the Ministry of Lands and Survey. 
in line with the Greater Just Master Plan for them to be able to get back to us and get clarification on certain areas and reasons why development should not or should take place. And you see, it is not enough for you. Once you get title, yes, it's very correct for you to get title. But we determine what you can do there. And if we tell you it cannot happen, it cannot happen. If you like, go and build it. It's your own business. So for every block you are about to lay, that is where our jurisdiction starts. And then we determine what you're going to do. And for the processes, we have tried as much as possible to see that we make the processes easy. It's not been an easy task because we've had a whole lot of backlog. But I keep telling people and encouraging them that, look, just come. A lot of people prefer going through the back ends to see if they can hasten and fasten things. You end up spending more money and wasting your time because the bulk of the approval stops on my table. Do the right thing. Get your drawings properly sealed by the relevant uh, professionals. You get your structural, you get your electrical, mechanical, your architectural drawings. You put them together. In terms of uh, story buildings, you must add your structural calculations to it. And then you get all your title documents. By the time you get your title documents, Submit it to GMDB in the registry. They go for inspection. Once they go into source uh, inspection, the file enters into processing. And we're trying to cut short that process. We're trying to cut short that process. Right now, we're, we're trying to renovate a part of the office. There's going to be like an anchor room for all intending um, clients who want to register their properties so that we'll have a one-stop shop. The moment you come in with your drawings and designs, they should be able to check and tell you if it's okay. If it's okay, it goes into process, and within one week, you get your approval. If it's not okay, they will tell you what and what is not there so that you can go back and do it. The reason why we're having problems is you might take in someone's drawings. By the time it goes into circulation and comes back, you now realize that there are certain errors. You have to now call the plot holder to now go and make amendments or adjustments before coming back. So it's kind of tedious. But right now, we're putting in facilities in place that will help and aid so that by the time you have people analyzing those designs from the gate, they will be able to tell you this is good to go. Once it's submitted, I can assure you that within one week you get your approval. Once it's not, you will go and make your amends and come back. And we hope that by the time we do that, everything will be seamless. Now, refuse has actually been one of the major problems we have in the state. Though when the uh, governor came on board, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the governor and, uh, you know, even you at, at some point, you actually talked about the refuse bins and how it will surely be evacuated from the city center. But a lot of people still find it difficult to still find a place to dump their refuse. Maybe because they will tell you the governments are here to provide a place for us. We will dump our refuses or we don't see people that come to park refuses. Yeah, especially the within residential within areas. Residential areas. At the same time, and some parts of the road have been used yes. as places, you know, to dump refuse, which uh, to a lot of people, it's very, 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 very wrong. Now, uh, as how, how have you been able to collaborate with other MDAs who are actually closely related to this function? For example, probably PEPSA, uh, Minister of Environment, and, and maybe others who are, uh, you know, your collaboration with them. Have you been able to work out modalities to set things right and appropriately for, uh, you know, the state to work without people dumping refuse anyhow? Well, I'm very happy that my brother and friend is now the director general of PEPSA, and it makes it easier for collaboration. In fact, let me shock you. This morning, we're going to be meeting my management and his management wow. to discuss these issues because we had already highlighted it right from last Saturday when we went out for enforcement of sanitation. There are a lot of places for collaboration, and I'm happy with the 
mantra of His Excellency that tells you that governance is a collaboration and not a competition. Yes. So we are working hand in hand to see that we deliver on the mandate of His Excellency in doing this. And I can assure you that with the DG coming on board, a lot will be much more easier because we'll be able to harness the potentials of both agencies to see that we keep just clean. Wow, okay. Mm. And still the road, you know, we now have uh, new bosses who have actually, that have actually arrived. Yesterday we had uh, Samuel Gott, Honorable uh, Samuel Gott, who is the, uh, you know, chairman there for Plateau Express Services. And he, he mentioned manager. something. He's general manager, thank you. He mentioned something. And he said uh, they will work with GMDB to see how the bosses can actually fly through some parts of just north. Talk about, for example, Bauchi Road he mentioned here. Bauchi Road actually needs so much concern at this point because the buses can't fly through Bauchi Road with the condition of Bauchi Road. Yeah, especially so, he mentioned from Terminus all the way down. Yeah, so what, what efforts are you putting in place to bring that place to a, norm, a good condition for people who are there to be able to access the good things uh, you know, the governor actually is trying to bring to the states? Why are you trying to attack me now? <laughs> don't, don't, don't preempt me on this matter. I'm very honest on this matter. One thing I can assure you, and I can boldly tell you, is that the buses will ply through terminals and both you road. Right, and Bukuru market as well. That's don't worry. Cool gear. The buses will ply it. All right, that's from your own words. Assurance actually have actually come, have come from you. Mm -hmm. But still not to forget the fact that uh, we're still discussing, uh, you know, how the just metropolis can actually move on. Now, let's talk about business areas. We've dealt much on residential areas. Now, a lot of people set up their businesses, not minding location, and where exactly they should do that. Have we been able to tackle these issues? Because it, it seems everywhere in Joss is more like a green area now for everyone to set up a green area, a green business. Uh, talking about the parks, uh, you know, relaxation centers, uh, everyone actually goes to anywhere now to set it up. Was there any plan for businesses, you know, on the plateau to actually have a certain area, a certain place? Because we know there is a place when you go in just, you find banks. We know there is a place when you go, you find MDAs, you find uh, offices. Or even though this is a residential area. Now, for, for, for small-scale businesses, was there any provision for that in the master plan? Yeah, there are zonings that were done for businesses, and you have you have agricultural zoning, you have the industrial, you have commercial, you have the residential. All those zonings were done, and then you have mixed use areas whereby you have a touch of all those. You have educational institutions, you have uh, religious institutions, and all those facilities being provided. Now, the whole idea of the Greater Just Master Plan is not to particularly say if you are selling this, you must be here. If you are selling this, you must be here. No, right. but the zoning was done in such a way that you will create new areas and have new areas that have a component of almost everything. So by the time we are done setting the pace, there will be new Amadou Beloes, there will be new Murtala Mohamedways, there will be new Rayfields, there will be new Milonia Scotters, there will be new Lucas, and all those things. It's basically on zones before it is now micro-zoned to now take care of those facilities. And we're trying as much as possible to see where why. Why I don't want to even make the document public now for people to have is because it's expiring next year. We've already started processes. We're writing to the governor by the special grace of God. He will grant the approval for the extension. Once that is done and amendments are being made, then we can make it a public document because it will now be a document that will be there for the next 15 to 20 years. All right. Since this is a fa very fast conversation we have yes. in the studio, uh, the GM actually came well prepared for <laughs> us this morning, of course. But of course, you can actually reach us through our Facebook and Twitter. Social media handles are there for you to drop your comments and uh, the questions you might want to ask. 
at the same time the phone lines will be open for you to give your con as well actually give your contribution or also ask questions yes and uh, just to also note that um, the education you are receiving as a listener is so that you do not go about and do what you feel like doing because you now own a land or because you just want to raise a building do well to follow the right steps and please be reminded that every call or comment on our facebook page are solely opinions of the commentator or the caller and not properties of JFM. The numbers to call this morning are 90 or 87777 uh, Well, we'll also be taking comments from our Facebook page at JFM Live and from X at JFM Joss. All right. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Thank you very much. This is Solomon Atari. I'm calling for June Jet 4. All right. Good Solomon. morning, Solomon. I'm very happy to hear this um, conversation. Thank you. Right. Honestly, I, uh, our brother here in the studio, you really talk a lot, and we really want a just master plan. But my challenge is that most of the problems we have in um, in town caused by the GNDB and the people of Line of Survey because why I'm saying this, why, where are they, where these people are building all these things? The, 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 the people in the GNTP, most of them are being bribed by the, by the, by the owners of those children and allow them to do what they are doing. So to correct this big mistake and to get a very good access road that we go all around the uh, city, they need to compensate some people and then they will demolish some of those parts because most some of the houses there, there is no access road. If you are just going, you will just enter to somebody's house. So they need to remove all those houses and, 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 and address it very well. And another thing that happened in Georgetown that I was part of the workers that, that, that supervised that work is the new Georgetown Ship Stadium. The land over that place, there are a lot of land there that was taken by, by people from the government. And when we went to remove the, the fence during Aministan, when he was a commissioner during Babajam, when we went to remove the, the, the fence there, we discovered that it's the people of land or survey that sell most of those land to those people that grew around those houses there. So you see, some of the problems come from the, from the, from the staff of the government, not, not only by the people, but some of the problems come from the staff of the government. So we need to take care of people very well and, uh, and address them. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. Thank you very much for joining the conversation. I'm sure um, we should get some response from the general manager on uh, your concerns. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, like Sulu said, and uh, I had highlighted I I it earlier yes. on, I said it. I said there was an issue before. So it's not easy trying to transform a system, and that cannot be done in a day. That's why we're having a whole lot of backlog of mm. things. And you see, when you say where was, they said the ignorance of the law is not an excuse. The truth is the staff and people of GMDB are not spirits. And if they are spirits, they will be everywhere. Since they are not spirits, they cannot be everywhere. And so it does not give you an excuse to build. We take action and act on when we see. And then very soon, very soon, I think I'm going to make it very easy for Plateau people because very soon I'm going to introduce a whistleblower policy. I'm just trying to work on the figure on what I'll give, and then I'll give people the mandate to alert us whenever they see a, a, a building coming up so that we can go. And by the time we go there and we verify that you don't have approval on the building, I will pay the person that gave us information. 
that's how serious and ready we are to work. We are not ready to compromise on that, and we are not giving to chances. And so very soon, since they want us to have spirits, we are going to make all Plateau people responsible for it so that it doesn't just start and stop with GMDB staff. It's going to be a whole, whole responsibility for Plateau people. And for the New Jersey Township Stadium, honestly, I cannot see. So I think when you get Lance and Survey, they will be in a better position to define that. All Thank right. you. I, I, I think uh, Land and Survey will join us on this program sometime Very next soon. week. All right, more calls or messages on Facebook? Yes, um, right now let's take some more calls. Hello, good morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning, welcome to the program. Please tell us your name and where you're calling from. Uh, Prince Lawrence from uh, Varmaganda, please. All right, please go ahead and make your contributions. Uh, we appreciate God for what uh, GMDB are doing on the plateau, especially during this present uh, People's Governor's uh, Administration. I pray that God will see them through and they will do more better things for Plateau people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a, I wonder, is it the general manager or who that is there in the studio? Yes, the general manager. Yes, sir. Uh, please, I'm drawing your attention to a land that they, 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 they stop them from building. It is inside like a river. Just opposite uh, just South Local Government by the left from Joss. And they have started erecting the building there. They are almost completed. So I don't know if it's the GMD that I've given them because it's on the uh, waterway. So I don't know why. I, I don't know whether it's the GMD that granted it a permission. Because it seems like uh, they, they, even the building is about completing. So please, can you do something about that? Thank you. All right, I'm sure uh, the general manager has taken note of your comments this morning. I have not only taken note, I've seen it. Because I passed there when we were coming in with the buses and I have marked it. Unfortunately, yesterday the protest was ongoing, so staff were not around. I actually saw that that building was sealed. And I'm going to investigate and find out what happened that they continued. All right. More calls. Hello, good morning. Uh, Good morning, my sister. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Ajusa from Joshua. Good morning. Please go ahead. My brother, uh, a GM, I'm just giving you as a word of advice. Just use your wisdom and do your work. Uh, you know, this is our plateau. More especially just not. Somehow. So just do your work and use wisdom that God gives to you and do your work. You are doing very, very well. There's a building close to uh, this uh, AP, before AP, Ukupa Randabad. Uh, you people still, they brought, it's a hotel before, but they brought the, the building down and start building and not new building there. Uh, I saw that you people still did, but I know that in, in a good reason you are doing it. My brother, continue doing your work. Don't look at anybody's face, but use wisdom so that uh, at least things will be going well. As the land is green, let the land continue to be green. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you for your um, contributions. Okay, let's get straight to the Facebook page and let's take some comments. Um, Albert Akaya is saying, I must commend the GM of JMDB for the good initiatives and the vigor he's bringing in his new responsibility of implementing the Just Master Plan. A quick question for the GM. What plan is the board having concerning that bond terminus market, seeing that the structure and space there is just wasting? Can't that place 
in the interim be converted to a parking space for revenue from people who come for businesses around Taminos area instead of allowing it as a hub as a hub for waste disposal and def defecation good morning i'm sure um, the gm will respond to that comment hello good morning okay we have a call hello good morning hello good morning richard and good, good morning. morning welcome to the program tell us your name and your thank location you. And our thank you i'm musa Eke Kalu calling you from angorogo good morning musa Kalu. please go ahead i want to confirm from our gm sometimes when you work we come and notice that there are some buildings or structures that you put the sign of jmtb stop work and sometimes you find out that this thing is being done in good faith and you notice that the, the buildings are it's an obstruction to either the community or to the heads of the people but eventually we'll come and see upon the jmtb stop work we see work is still continuing up to the finishing level does it mean that uh, they didn't report themselves or we want to know what procedure, how does that emanate after stop work and it comes to finishing stage. Thank you. Thank you very much for your contributions. Um, General Manager, would you like to respond to Yes, I would like to respond to them. For Alfred, I will assure you that um, the issue of Terminus Market is being discussed by His Excellency and by time resolutions are up. Plateau people will get to know what actions government are going to take on it. And then for Musakalu in Angorogo, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I had stated this earlier too. I said there are two types of um, notices. And then once we give you notices, it is either condonable or not condonable. condonable. So if it's condonable, definitely by the time the people come and then they meet up the requirements, they will be allowed to continue. If it's not condonable, they will not be allowed to continue work. And in a situation whereby we give them notices and they don't come to even consider whether it is going to be condonable or not, they do that at their own peril because our notices stand and by the time we come to take actions, we don't care if you have roofed or you have started living inside the building, we will take the necessary actions on it. Okay. It seems we have more calls. Yes, Let's we do. The phone lines. Hello, good morning. Good morning, sir. Yeah, good morning. Tell us your name and where My you are. My name is Nassim Banabad. Uh, Morning, Kingsley. Thank you for joining us. I'm glad that the GMGP is at the studio this morning. Yes. Uh, I'm happy for what you do, Maurice Lucia. In this uh, terminus, uh, about the plaza, they are building. In fact, if that building, uh, if that building continues, but I thank God that they see it. Let them brought it down completely and start to address you. Because if you leave it like that, I wonder how when people start entering inside or clamp or bad goose inside. Uh, one day, my brother, maybe it may be me or you or any other person, because my people give an address. They say, never you throw stone in the market. Never know who is going to follow himself. Mm. Maybe throw the stone, it will be your mother's eyes. By then, you don't blind your mama's eyes. Mm. So that is the, the uh, good aspect of it. I'm happy. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, GM, I think uh, let's quickly take this one. Uh, now, we see plazas on the, mid, on the major roads, and some of them don't really have uh, parking space. And there are people who might actually see parking space well, because they feel they're in a hurry. They don't like parking inside. They would rather want to park on the road. Are there enforcement laws that might actually take place, you know, in making sure cars are not seen on major roads? The Yakubu Gobon roads to be specific. 
Yeah, like when you mentioned earlier, and I told you that I was very confident that cars were going to pass Bochy Road and this uh, you were shocked looking at me and telling us. <laughs> That's exactly the thing. If you notice, we had established building lines all the way from airport down to Bouchy Road. Okay. Now, by the time we start enforcement, we're going to take um, actions on all those places and we're going to clear them. And by the time we clear them, we give people enough space to park off the road. And by the time we find you on the road, then you tell us why you're on the road and then why you'll be able to not pay us or why you would pay us for taking your actions and very soon we're going to there are a lot of things i don't want you to preempt me that's what i was saying because <laughs> it will now be as if you're going you're going with the cart before the horse but mm. i want the horse to go before the cart so i'm waiting for those things to come up because they're already in the pipeline and if i start mentioning them now unfortunately you will not help me to meet my target because i'll have to inform some people ahead of time to run away so i want to take actions <laughs> okay <laughs> i think we have two questions from our facebook page i, th I think um you would want to attend to mm -hmm. um Goma is saying good morning richard naomi and the guests aka the new sheriff in town architect hat bankers appreciate you for this wonderful enlightenment considering the bauchi junction along university of Jos has been a theme of concern commuter outside and students within um, that area and the road has been causing a lot of traffic and collisions, making students finding it difficult to go early for lectures due to wrong parking by trucks and absence of constant traffic officers to control the movement. What will the state government, or, or rather, what is the state government's plan concerning that? And the second question here says, um, Nandom Weep is saying, my concern would be on the need for more public toilets, especially within the business areas in the heart of the city. Secondly, how is it that some structures being erected in unauthorized locations will be marked and stopped by the agencies, yet construction will still continue? Thank you for your service. God bless the inestimable state of Plateau. So, um, GM, would you want to respond to those two questions? Yes, yes I will respond to the first two questions. For Bochi Road, I can assure you that that Bochi Junction, by the time we start taking actions for the route for the buses, it will take care of those problems and solve the traffic problems we are talking about. And then for the issue of public toilets in the central business district, yes. I can assure you that within the time we've been in office, we've made it, we've made it a mandatory requirement that public toilets must be provided in any public building that is coming up. And we are looking into partnerships with people that can actually get to build public toilets within certain areas within our setback so that people can get to pay and access them and be able to operate them. And he brought up the issue of marked buildings again. And yes. I, I want to put it to Plateau people. It is not solely the responsibility of GMDB for Plateau to be beautiful. It is the responsibility of all of us that you see something going on wrong and you allow it. It's you on your own part trying to allow illegality to happen. Like I said, we are understaffed, but we are working on improving on it, and we are hoping that we'll partner with everybody, let everybody own Plateau State. It's not all about just us in GMDB. I might not be there tomorrow. Somebody will come in, and even the staff that are there will not be there tomorrow. Somebody will come in. But will we be proud of the Plateau we have? But when we collaborate and work together, I'm very sure that we'll come up with something beautiful. So when people see buildings that are marked and people continue working, they should please alert us and let us know. All right. I'm sure the good people of Plateau are listening. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Radio Mama, I calling from right here. Radio Mama. I'm very happy to hear uh, you know, from him. The energy, the zeal, all the, the people uh, the governor has appointed, you know. In fact, it's encouraging. This uh, just will soon bounce back, you know. It's really unfortunate just with a very beautiful uh, weather. 
just deserves something better. When you look at just, I'm sorry to say this, it, it looks as if it's a glorified village, you know, because of the way things are done. Mm. I'm so impressed, even with uh, your other counterpart, that's Pepsa, uh, 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 DG. I'm so happy the way he went about environmental sanitation, you know, sealing of uh, stations. Uh, that's the way enforcement of laws help to, you know, regulate people's behavior. So that's the way to go. So let us bring back just to be what it is. Yes. So it can be truly a, a home of peace and tourism, you know. So well, the question I want to ask there is that who is in charge of numbering houses? So many and wives don't have numbers. You see, to tell people the, the problem of you want to come to their house, they'll tell you when you see what that big tree, when you pass the big tree, you will see one empty uh, um, uh, mask, this and that. And I say this is terrible. People should look into it, numbering of houses and streets or whatever. Even our own area here, that is even not even a remote area, that is the federal local. It was about eight, eight years ago or ten years ago, thereabouts. That a private person came, you know, and then told us to number, and we are obliged and paid. That was how we got numbered in here. So I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. So people should work towards, you know, the, the, the harmonizing it, let people have numbers, trees and all that. That's why when there's an insurgency or whatever, especially it's the road, I think it's the road that is the issue. Most roads that are not uh, uh, motorable have this issue. So with the impact uh, the, the governor is making now, with the roads and all that, I'm sure... That thing will be a thing of the past, but you push it, put it behind your mind, whatever you want to do, whose responsibility is it to number houses so that just will, you know, take its pride of place. I wish us all the best. Let's not give us Nigeria. It shall be well. Amen. Thank you so much, Radio Mama. It was good to finally hear her voice. Yeah, at least we, we could get through her. Yesterday. Yeah, we could get through yes. her today. Uh, I think na street naming and numbering of houses is actually yes. one of the major problems. You know, a lot of people find now, like whenever you're getting a transport, probably going to a certain place, you have to call the name of the full area to the transport uh, to the bike man or the kekena, and they get confused and they and they charge you excessively. You now start explaining the place. It is close to, to. pay. It is beside. You know. You understand? So like what that. effort actually has been put in place? For streets naming especially, I think that, and of course, numbering of houses and how it will get to be, or how it will be known by people without stress. Thank you very much. You can see that I'm smiling because um, that is one area that His Excellency is very compassionate about. And I can tell you and also tell Radio Mama that you should relax because by the special grace of God, His Excellency Barrister Caleb Manasseh Mutfan had made adequate provision for street naming and house numbering in the budget this year. And um, by the special grace of God, we're going to go ahead and do that. And I also agree with her on the glorified village. And I'm sure that by the special grace of God, when we are done, it will now become a proper Very urban sure. center. All right. Okay. okay. Let's take you some more call before the question. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, good, morning. good morning. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much. This is Benedict calling from Kerengada. Good morning, so, Benedict. Please could Benedict. you speak up uh, some more so we can hear you clearly? And permit me to say good morning to your guests. Um, so you're welcome. Uh, please, uh, the question I want to ask this morning is this. Um, please, um, sorry to say this, but right now I'm living in a house that um, the documents is uh, not actually completed. That is the gospel truth. And um, I have made some effort in the past to get these documents completed. Not, not as if um, the documents are not there, but then they are not really complete. The CFO is not there. Uh, so in this particular um, issue now, um, what do you do to a lot of houses, a lot of houses in just urban center now, doesn't have these documents, especially if you to some places like um, a double dollar close to which America doesn't if you drive, you're driving down to 
insurgent administration behind that um, um, NSCDC office or is it the training ground. A lot of houses are doing this. We're having um, very, very close, having a very close um, to, the, to that river, to that Kole River. It's places, in places like that, I, I can assure you, I can say that for sure, that those houses doesn't have, um, they don't have um, documents. And those houses have already been raised, people are living in it. What happens? What happens to those houses? And especially, um, even in the city center here, we have some of these houses. Some of the houses there doesn't have um, all these full documents. And secondly, sir, um, while um, t- uh, talking about um, this uh, numbering of houses, numbering of, um, of houses and the naming of streets, is it really fair? Um, like places like in uh, Utan and Angwanjaro um, um, here in uh, in um, Peringada, uh, the roads are actually very very bad, very very bad. Uh, you know, I am not saying the government are not been doing a lot in construction of roads, but again, if, if these houses are if the houses are going to be numbered and the streets are going to be moved, is it fair to like allow these roads which will then be more unattended to? This is the question I want to answer. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, um, Benedict, for sharing your concerns with us this morning. GM, uh, I think before <coughs> you actually attend to that question, also just to add to that, you mentioned some areas. There are some areas that are still rural areas, and even in the city of Joss. How well are we to arrange those particular areas and make them open? Probably masterclass. We know we can't have the classic buildings, the classic roads in most of the areas. But of course, talking about the organization now of the Joss city, how will they be able to benefit in, that, in those rural communities? Well, thank you very much. Um, let me start with with the last question you just asked. Transformation takes time to happen, and then it's not the one day thing. And we are trying as much as possible, in as much as we are planning to open up areas and then new spaces. We are also trying to see how we can upgrade and upscale the existing uh, structures and areas we have. We will do that gradually, and I believe that there's a form of migration that happens between the old to the new and then by the time you're done with the new and then you have space to now clear from the old you can now have that inter-switching migration that was going to happen with time but it's going to take a long time but what we are doing now is putting the proper foundation in place so that even if we're not there tomorrow whoever comes can now be able to continue with it and gradually i'm sure if we implement the laws and implement things that are supposed to happen now then i can assure you that Within the nearest future, Plateau will, st- will take its proper footing and it will now look like a well-planned city. And for Benedict, he was asking about documents. Yes. Yes, there are a lot of houses and I can assure you that 90% of the houses in Joss are not registered. So that's why I keep telling people that we are not animalistic in our approach. This we have gone to discover based on our stakeholders' engagement. And very soon we are going to open the windows. Once we open the windows, we allow people to come and take a peep of the window so that they can come through the door mm. and get their papers tidied <laughs> up. And once that window period is over, I'm sorry, if you have a structure in just, just assume that it's not registered, just be ready to forfeit it. Because within that period, we're going to give, we'll give people adequate time to come and regularize their papers. And that, those are the reasons why you see things like street naming and house numbering are taking a hold because we have to make sure that everything is properly, pro, uh, properly organized so that when we take actions, we can't be naming an illegal street. We can't be numbering an illegal house. And so by the time we are done with all these things, we will now swing into action to do it properly so that by the time we have proper record and data of them, from the office we should be able to number all the streets and, and number, uh, name all the streets, streets and, number and, and number all the, number houses the houses in Jaws because we have the softwares are, are very available now. 
We don't need to be knocking on people's doors. So we need to first of all formalize and get the data of everybody and make sure they are up to date before we give them those privileges. All right. And then for those in Yutan and Angonjara, yes, we will name and then we will look into it. But you must also commend His Excellency. I'm sure it is because of the speed and amount of roads that people are seeing that they are beginning to feel they are left out. Come on, we are not even up to one year in office. So have faith. I believe that by the special grace of God, before we are done with this um, tenure, you will have seen a whole lot of changes in a lot of areas within the metropolis. All right, just a quick one. Uh, someone actually asked on the Facebook page, uh, that's Isang Joshua, said, what is GMB, GMDB doing about gas plants all over residential areas? Uh, like I said, factories, of course, we talked about factories, but now we're seeing gas plants all over residential areas. Of course, I know at some point, GMDB must have actually told them, stop building. But we know the dangers of this. Before GMDB comes to execute whatever they will execute, these people might actually, uh, might, I mean, disaster, like no one can tell what disaster can actually happen. So for cases like that, what has GMDB done, you know, to have actually told those people to stop or actually move out of that place? And what was the span like for them to have actually done that? Okay, um, for gas plants within residential areas, I think uh, people need to understand certain things. There are different categories of gas plants and then how they are carried out. And also, like I said earlier, the purpose of land is not defined by GMDB. Even though we have the Greater Jobs Master Plan, you'll find someone has done this. And you are obligated by law by the time the person brings a police report, a fire service report, and an insurance report on the gas plant with specifications. We can only give you specifications for the kind of building you are going to do. But there are those that we've identified within certain areas that we've denied approvals. But where it is condonable and we see that safety measures can be met, we will give that and we can assure you that once you see that fully approved, it will not be in any way a threat to any community. All right. Uh, let's quickly get back to the phone lines. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. Please tell us your name and where you're calling us from. Okay, my name is Mr. Godwin. Okay, Mr. Godwin, please, we'll um, want you to speak up a bit louder so we can hear you loud and clear. That's okay. All right. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Please go ahead. I'm calling you from... J.D. Gumwalk Road. J.D. Gumwalk Road, all right. I want to ask the, is the general manager a director? The general, general manager. manager. Okay, general manager, sir, good morning. Good morning, sir. Now me and Badu. Yeah, good morning. morning. Please, I want to ask, what is the case of J.M.D.B. Uh, uh, on the houses under high tension wires? That's the okay. first question. The second question is, what are the criteria that uh, a owner of a land needs before he erects a building? What are those things that you need to tidy up with GMD? I would like to know. All right. I'm sure he will respond to that question. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, Mr. Godwin, for houses under high tension, without compromise, they are all illegal structures. It cannot be given approval. It cannot exist. And then for criteria for approvals, it's very simple. You get your title documents, your deed of assignment, and then the drawings. In the case of uh, story buildings, you have to bring the structural drawings and the calculations. In the case of a bungalow, it has to just be the architectural drawings, the mechanical, electrical drawings, and complete set of working drawings. So that basically, by the time you come and submit, you will be registered, and then you go for inspection, and then your file goes into process. 
All right. Uh, just one uh, one question before we return back to the phone lines. Um, what are your plans for security, especially for businesses that are being run within the just uh, metropolis, uh, especially for businesses who tend to stay um, past six, past seven? What's your plan for security around Mind's those life. areas? Yes. Mind's life. Especially Especially. because we heard your counterparts yesterday saying we we hope um, to return the nightlife of the city. Not just my counterpart. Even His Excellency had said that he hopes that Plateau will regain confidence and then the nightlife will resume. The issue of security is a very sensitive issue and it's something that is being worked upon. And I'm sure that by the time we we finish with clearing those things, all those illegal structures and things we're doing, opening up the spaces and providing facilities for people, they will be able to operate a more secure. The lack of planning is what has caused these things because right now people can do what they can do and get away with it. But with the new planning laws coming up and then with the new organization and reorientation, there will be perfect security for you wherever you decide to sit and decide to spend your nightlife that you are assured that by the time you are in this particular place, no matter what happens, nobody can do anything to you and get away with it. We are going to be installing new streetlights and then um, cameras all over the city which, when His Excellency graciously approves, will be fully implemented. All right. right. I think it's something to actually talk about. All right. Uh, it's still JFM 11.9. Let's talk on the morning, Jay. Let's take this call quickly before we try to sign out. Hello. Good morning. Hello, Mr. Richard. Yeah. Good morning to you. Yeah, it's Israel. I'm calling you from Shaka. Good to hear from you, Israel. Please, flow. Uh, Mr. Richard, yes, uh, I'm speaking directly to uh, the general manager. All right. Yes, you see, even as a common person, I'm able to predict development in a particular area. Mm. Why is it difficult for JMDD to be able to see an area, probably by the time you begin to see one or two houses, put into that area, probably redesign the infrastructure in that area, probably creating roads, or even if it means compensating even the lands that will give way, to ensure that you have good roads within the area so that if you are bringing in infrastructure, it's seamless. But why do they also, why do they wait until people begin to uh, build in and you are marking buildings and you know that there are certain buildings that, it, that you can't take down because you are being considered of certain things. So I think the best way to develop an environment is be ahead of the, the people that are building. Go into it even before people begin to Thank you very much. Uh, I think you act, uh, get react quickly yes. and, of course, give your final words on the program, Mr. J. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Israel. I understand your passion and I see your spiritual powers in being a common person and seeing how you can see development coming up. Please come and share with us so that we'll be able to plan adequately and appropriately. Um, for the issue of people building, yes, I know that for a fact you can't stop development, but that does not give you the legal right to do what you think you want to do because you feel you should do it. There's law in the land. And mind you, please, we have been in office barely six months and we're trying to restructure something that has been going wrong for a very long time. So it mm. wouldn't happen in one swoop. We don't have a magic wand to make it work, but by the special grace of God, we'll do it. But we'll also, also appeal. I need to appeal to people passionately about this. 
yes, we understand the need to have a roof over your head. We understand the need to invest your money and then rush on to do businesses. But please get the approval so that we don't come with all the sentiments of I've spent money, I've done this, you should look at me and pity me. If it's not condonable, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do about it. If it's condonable, we'll see what we'll do, and I'll assure you that your penalty is going to be very heavy. Right now, I have written to the governor for the laws to be reviewed, so that if you decide to build without approval, I don't have a problem with it, go ahead and build without approval, but be sure that I'm charging you 50% of the value of your property yeah. so that you can be able to pay for the penalties and then appreciate the fact that we need to do things rightly. So there's no hurry in life. Take, take your time, calm down and do the right thing so that we don't have to be speaking English tomorrow Absolutely. and looking for sentiment. I'm an orphan, I don't have a father or mother, so <laughs> you can't come and blackmail me. It happens, so... I knew I was going to be cost. I came prepared. So we'll do the right thing. Interesting to hear. Uh, yeah. Of course, some of these lands are actually inherited properties. Well, and some of the houses are also inherited properties. Maybe they feel everything must have been done. Well, this is the size of the package this morning when it comes to the morning chain. Yes. Many thanks for joining us this morning, Architect Hart Bankat, General Manager, Just Metropolitan Development Board. Thanks for coming around. Thank and you of, very much for having me. Yeah, and of course, to those who called who call in, thank you so much. To those who also listened, many thanks. And to those who tried calling in, but we could, you could not reach us or we couldn't take your call at the same time, we sincerely apologize. Do well to do that next time. We will surely, one, one day, we will surely connect to ourselves. All right, I'm Richard Badung. And I am Naomi Karim. Thank you very much for staying with us. The news comes to you at 10 a.m. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.